This podcast is produced by Audiofy. This is the story of us, and I'm Valerie. I'm Herson. This program is dedicated to helping couples unlock the power of their unique usness. Every couple is as unique as a person's fingerprint. We're here so that together we can further discover your usness. Let's start the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to a brand new episode of The Story of Us. I'm Herson. And I'm Valerie. And we are here to talk to you about sex. Sexual fulfillment. This is one of the 10 emotional needs that we are in the process of going through. Uh, we have found that um, there are 10 emotional needs that when they are met and satisfied by your significant other, uh, the feeling of love is there. You will not stray. Uh, chances of cheating go down exponentially. Um, this is a fair proof in your marriage. Yes. And uh, we talked about um, on our first episode, we talked about um, affection. affection and which is often confused with this whole sexual fulfillment part of it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would suggest that you listen to our last um, podcast that helps us to make the difference um, between um, affection, what affection is and what sexual fulfillment is. Right. So to, to, to be brief, um, when you share affection, you're saying with words, with, 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 you know, an I love you card, a bouquet of flowers, someone that has a high need for affection um, doesn't want to feel pressured to have sex all the time, but certainly wants the warmth and the affirmation of holding hands or cuddling um, on the sofa uh, and, and, and spending meaningful time together without it necessarily leading to intimacy. Now, it took us a little while to figure that one out, well, right? It took, it, I think... <laughs> I think I was a slow learner <laughs> yes. because because I thought every time every time you touched my hand every time I looked at you it was time to go. <laughs> uh, I've learned now <laughs> that you have a high need for affection as do I and I didn't understand it either. I thought that that what I wanted was was that but I learned that I am extremely satisfied and happy when I when I have this need of affection met which is not to be confused with sexual fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And we have our own little things that we do. Um, I love going over. I love going over and just holding on to his ear and just not like, like the other day. No, the other day. No, no, that the other was day funny. you put your no, 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 hand no, no, on my no, no. face, listen, listen, knock listen, my listen, glasses listen, off, listen. and then and then I go, "What are you doing?" She goes, "I'm showing you affection." <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I told you that was on purpose. No. Listen, I've been caressing this man. <laughs> For over 23 years. I don't know what the hell happened that day. <laughs> I, wanted, I was bored, guys. Oh. I, I just had a hysterectomy, guys. Yes, I did. Yeah. So I've been having... Oh, you're just going to put it out there like that? I am. I'm just going to put it out there, especially because it's perfect for this whole <laughs> sexual fulfillment part of it. Uh, so so I did, and I was home, and I'm so Sitting bored. in the sofa, from the sofa to the bed oh to the God. sofa to the bed, oh occasional God. breaks to I the bathroom. Gonna, I was dying. I was dying, so I went over to hers. And, and, and I I'm working. <laughs> it's working. And I just started to put my hand on his face, but not even like softly. No, she just dropped her whole hand. <laughs> yes. Like, 
dead weight, like no, and, dead cold fish hands and on my face. And not just once, multiple times. <laughs> so you know I was doing it on purpose. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was just bothering you. And she goes, <laughs> and goes I said, it's working. <laughs> So yeah, so that that was my way of showing you affection that Thanks. day. That was I awesome. wanted to let you know I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, to to talk about when you're married, you and your spouse, they we really make a promise to each other when when you're talking about sex and and all this stuff. You you make a promise to be faithful to each other exclusively for your whole life. That this is it for your whole life. Uh, I didn't get the memo in the first couple of years of our marriage. No, no, somebody <laughs> forgot to deliver. <laughs> but we got it right now. Oh, we do. Yeah, been been a while now. But when you when you when you make this arrangement, and by the way, I don't make mean to make light of that. That we talk about it now from a healed place, mm -hmm. so we can joke about it together. That's when you know you're healed. Um, but but uh, anyone that's going through it, it's not a joke. It's tough. It's a yeah. tough thing to go through. So it I don't is. mean I don't mean to make light of it. But um, but when you when you agree to be each other's uh, only sexual partner, this is this is something pretty severe. You make this commitment because you trust each other to meet your sexual needs, to be sexually available and responsive to each other, and that's a big commitment. It is, especially when um in most marriages there's always one that has a greater need than the other right just because they both the need can be exist in both partners mm -hmm. but um the levels of needs are different right you know and the symptoms this they're they're symptoms. different <laughs> the oh, symptoms. Like a disease. yes it's almost <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> but but it is um and it tends to create conflict um it, it, it because you know you want your needs uh, you want your needs met as uh, often as possible and you want to be able to meet the other person's need and um when you don't openly talk about this specific need in your life the sexual fulfillment uh part of it it's definitely going to come to a place you, it's rare that you find two people that are equally um, as enthusiastic about that one specific need. And I want to just make sure we understand that we're not talking about sex. We're talking about sexual fulfillment, fulfillment. which means that you are not just, you're not just going to the, oh, you're not just getting there, but it's fulfilling emotionally. You're satisfied mm -hmm. emotionally. I mean, uh, there are ways to get there without using each other. That's a cheat. That's a cheat yep. code in the game. You're not supposed to do that. You, you are the only uh, uh, way out or way to that 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 pleasure zone uh, legally through the eyes of God. So so to be able to to really enjoy each other, you have to first acknowledge the agreement. I'm the only person that can help you with this. You're the only person that can help me with this. So let's be available to each other, not just physically, but emotionally, not just not just emotionally, but attractionally, not just attractionally, but what whatever turns the other on. Let's remember what that means, because this this tends to create a significant conflict if needs are not being met. And at the beginning, in the first episode of this, we started telling you that these needs are so animalistic. They're so mm -hmm. they're so core to who we are that that if if we're if they're not being met by each other chances are they're going to be met by somebody else and that's the danger 
Yeah. And so it requires understanding yeah. and it requires skill. And I know that it to many people is going to be like, oh, my God, what do you mean? Like, so do we have to go to school for, you know, but but that's why it's important when you come to that agreement of you are the only person that is going to be able to satisfy this need in my life. Yeah. Then, you know, you are more willing to open yourself up to that conversation, because if all your chips are in that basket, it better be a you good know, basket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you have to have conversations. You have to be able to understand one another. And it's going to take skill. And with any skill, you know, you don't start off like, you know, an expert in expert <laughs> mode. <laughs> you know, and, and some people, some people have relationships where they believe they're it. Yeah. Like they're just the top. Of the, and because they come out of it feeling like, woohoo, but yeah. the mate, the <laughs> the poor, I, you know how many women we've had to counsel? And lately, how many men, men. we've had to counsel, mm -hmm. you know, where, you know, just one is more uh fulfilled than the other one mm -hmm. you know most people know uh, what their their need for sex is uh, based on you know uh, any uncertainty I, I, I can point out to some of the most obvious sort of symptoms like valerie says you know a, a sexual need usually for folks that are not believers people that or are even not, even a lot of believers <laughs> believe it or not they come from different relationships <laughs> you know your, your sexual need predates your relationship that you're in the marriage that you're in now and some and somewhat independent from your relationship you know the animal that lives within the beast and i remember one time we had a couple that come came to our uh, office and and the girl uh, was beyond frustrated and she was just about at her wits end and she looked at you and me and she said this man ain't giving it to me oh yeah yeah the funny thing is you're saying that and i can remember at least two people <laughs> so i'm not exactly sure which one of those two years talking I'll tell you about later. <laughs> but, but so so it's not so it's not just a male thing or male dominated thing or a female dominated thing as a matter of fact um there are a lot of people i think valerie was what valerie's trying to say is there there are a lot of men that will that will walk walk away from the bedroom saying i just you know I'm i rocked man. it i'm the man i made it happen and the girl is saying i deserve an oscar for that performance i faked it i just wanted it to be over yeah. and and so, no, so the truth the truth is the main the main thing um because we went through some of that you know where you were like uh, at the minute that i would want a little bit of affection he wanted to rock my world and the minute that everything was over i was just thinking this is the most selfish man in the whole wide world meanwhile i'm thinking that girl is gonna be thinking about me <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the day <laughs> and i was just not in the way that he thought that i was going to be thinking about him uh but the, in that time, during that time, one of the big issues, um, because we can just put it all on you, but I was, I also wasn't um, getting more skillful at communicating, we you know, talk. my my needs um, and and how everything was affecting me. It's so important to have the conversation, and I, and I'm always amazed at how few couples talk about their likes and dislikes when it comes to the bedroom. They're, they're, it's it's they just it's trial and error. They go, they do, but they don't they don't have lengthy or meaningful conversations about what fulfills me, what makes me happy, what makes me. And it's not just getting to that moment of glory. It's it's the whole thing. 
What fulfills my life sexually is not the act of sex necessarily. I realized that one of the greatest turn-ons back 15 years ago, one of the greatest turn-ons for Valerie was to do housework, believe it or not. Oh, God. Let me come home with my husband in just an apron and gloves. <laughs> <laughs> and, and dishes done. And dishes done. No, the, if the dishes aren't done, it didn't work. don't put on an apron. <laughs> That's just a lie. You, That's false advertising. <laughs> But but we it took it took getting to know it took getting to know that her fulfillment wasn't just the act it was the entire mood of our relationship we had to be doing well in order for her to be in a place where she could fully enjoy the experience and to me so long as we did that I thought our relationship must be okay if we're still doing this but 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 when we ran into our greatest problems and we were talking about divorce and it, we were at our th the sex was never the issue it was never the problem that that part was always pretty good it was the other stuff that made, left her feeling sexually unsatisfied sex and as a as as a woman feeling undesired even though i always desired her but but in her mind i one time she said you you could do this with anybody i'm just the body that you're using because it doesn't seem like you you're you're thinking of me when we're together yeah and and that it, there's there's a deeper connection that that's what brings the fulfillment that <laughs> i keep yelling at her because she because keeps, i want to look at you i, know, you I, at I miss your face like if i'm talking <laughs> i don't want to talk to the niña. microphone i want to talk to you i know but then you when you when you hear it you go why do you sound louder than me because you don't look at the mic <laughs> <laughs> you forgot what you were saying yes i did <laughs> oh no i was gonna say something else and then i realized that was not good okay then let's move then on let's move on so the need for sex and and when she says that i'm just gonna move on some of you say oh what was she gonna say believe me it was bad i didn't want to hear it <laughs> <laughs> the need for sex and the need for affection are often confused and i did confuse that for a long time but to help sort it out think of it this way affection is the act of love hugging kissing holding hands this is a non-sexual and can be shared with friends and relatives and children and pets and you can do this non-sexual stuff with the need for affection is not exclusive you can get affection from other people you know um, but 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 this is not inherent inherently sexual uh, and it doesn't have sexual intent However, if your affection tends to have a sexual motive, it is a symptom of your need for sex, not your need for affection. And that's why you distinguish the two. And it's important to do so. Um, now we've come to a place where my husband knows when I'm coming in for affection or when I'm coming in for sexual fulfillment. It, you know, when we got married, I didn't think- 23 years ago. 23 years ago, I didn't think that we could actually talk and even in int intimacy be able to say, Oh, I like that. Or I don't like oh, that. Stop that. You know, yeah. Or like, oh, <laughs> like all these things <laughs> that these conversations that it's a way of, you know, not breaking the mood and um, having a deeper conversation within um, your sexual relationship that will help you to better understand one another. I didn't know that you could do that. I didn't know that I could look at you and be like, honey, you know, there's some days that, you know, um, one is more ready than the other, mm -hmm. you know, and um, it's not that I love you any less, but you know, they teach you um, growing up, especially as a woman, 
that your body belongs to the man. Praise the Lord. So anything, anytime that he wants it. Like, Preach. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I've come to understand that, you know, we are one body. And, and I do. Um, this body belongs to him, all of it. Minus the uterus, because now it belongs it's to it's gone. But you know, it belongs to him. So now, now we have conversations where I there's some days that I can tell he's, and I'm not as much in the mood. I'm I'm gonna be 50 years old, people, and my hormones sometimes they just go crazy. But I put his needs, you know, um, before mine. But I let it. He knows. He's like, um, he knows that this time <laughs> this is for you. But yeah. then there's some days it's for me. Yeah. You know, and those things that are for me, if you have to think about the birds and <laughs> <laughs> whatever, but 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 we've come to really understand one another. And I think that um, that we've come to a place where I, I, I feel sexually fulfilled. Do you, honey? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And and it's been four weeks. Oh, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been four weeks. It hasn't been four weeks. I it feels to, like four months. I hate to break it to you. It's How long has it been? It's only been two and a half weeks, The honey. devil is a liar. <laughs> because, because of my operation, <laughs> you know. What a, what, a, what a weird time to have this conversation. I know, I was like, we're really going to talk about sexual fulfillment <laughs> when we are on a break. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, but uh, before, right before, like, it's taking a lot of things into consideration right before, even um, we knew we were going to have surgery and there's there's just ways we I think we've come to a place I we've come to a place where um where the caring and I mean, granted we came Absolutely. from the whole campaigning thing da, 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 to yep. then so we had a really busy season you know in our lives but through all of it we made sure to give each other more attention mm -hmm. more uh, care because at this very moment it wasn't the highest thing on our list but it was mutual so that kind of worked out for the both of us well what what, what happens is when when i mean we we I mean, some people feel strange to hear pastors and bishops talking about sex and, and this. But if you don't, if you don't have talks, bishops and pastors do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, stop trying to sidetrack me. <laughs> the 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 it's it's imperative. It's important for 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 churchgoers, for people that are trying to get their relationship to be the best that they can. It's important to have these conversations. It's and, important and to for be pastors. Human and bishops to be human to also it. have these conversations yeah. because one of the things that we're also finding is yeah. that within um the uh, pastoral yeah. families there are a lot of issues happening behind closed doors because these conversations aren't happening so i'd rather have them in public i'd rather ha i'd rather i'd rather talk about this now case in point so my wife's been sick for a little while and and i have learned I, as a matter of fact the first time she really messed up her ankle um, and she couldn't get around, it's when I called my mother and I said, Mom, I'm, I'm going to cook today. And my mom laughed. for After she stopped <laughs> laughing, she goes, oh, you're serious. And so over the, over the phone, my mom helped me make um, arroz con chuleta or something like that. And, and I made it and, and um, it was really, really salty. Uh, and Valerie still ate it. And it still turned me on. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but I, I realized something. And and this is when my 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 level of fulfillment, sexual and other, uh, really started getting deeper. Because when I started to literally care for her, to take care of her, it unlocked a whole different part of my emotional uh, circuitry, 
and caring for her um, satisfied me in a way that that was on par with sexual fulfillment and making sure she's okay making sure one of the one of my favorite uh, Christmas presents that I've ever gotten her um, is <laughs> is a massage table <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you because, only use it twice a year, but praise the listen, Lord. But when when I first got it, I was, <laughs> I was like, you, "Where's the masseuse? <laughs> like the, the table? The table doesn't give you massage on its own." But what did I do? What you did was what did I do? you turn on a big old screen TV right. and you put it on one of those YouTube channels right. that shows you how to get out the oils and yep. whatever, and you started giving me an awesome massage with candles and great uh, right. music and uh -huh. nice scented oils right. and it was pretty cool and he's done that quite a few times and because and, and 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 those i would never think i mean actually what i just remembered <laughs> there's a massage table downstairs <laughs> <laughs> point taken <laughs> i just saw it it's in, it's in, i just <laughs> It's dusty. It's got dust all over it. Yeah, we should tell them what you're gonna do with it. <laughs> I've never been on that massage table. She's never given me a massage. I'm, I'm afraid. It's, it's a little like. <laughs> it's not flimsy. No, it's not flimsy, flimsy, but it, it's also not like super sturdy. <laughs> Those wooden, like. Thanks. But if you wanted to get on the massage table, yeah, you can get on the massage table. I'm not getting that flimsy stupid table. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes listen if you tend to feel happy and content when you make love and you start to feel frustrated and angry when you don't get enough of it chances are you have a very high need for sexual fulfillment not sex but sexual fulfillment you may be getting sex and still feel frustrated yeah you you need to discover fulfillment and joy in in getting to know um, the joy of your 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 husband or wife's body, what makes them happy, what makes you happy, and and a lot of that happens before you get to the bedroom. Yeah, and after, and after the way that we hold each other, you know, after the times that we you know spend. Sometimes we'll joke around. And we're like, okay, that's it. Got you. Good. Go to your office. <laughs> but it, you know, we joke around. But my favorite moments are. When we just stay there and you just bask in, you know, the experience that you just shared. And um, and, and it's just, it's lovely. A lovely one? I said it's lovely. Oh, I thought you said it's a lovely. <laughs> so, um, so we want you to listen to these in, 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 they're in no particular order, but, but last, the last episode was about affection. This episode is about sexual fulfillment and our next episode will be about that ha the high emotional need for conversation yeah you might you might think that um we've never struggled with that but we actually have we, what we have today is not what we came in with mm -hmm. um we've had to develop and um we would love to share some of the little nuggets that we've learned throughout the years to um uh, uh, a fair proof our marriage through 
um, meeting each other's need and affection, sexual fulfillment. And next week, we're going to be talking about conversation. So we thank you so much for tuning in. Please do me a favor. Would you like, share and subscribe? Let folks know that we're out here. If you find this information funny, maybe a little bit useful, uh, maybe it's a blessing to your life and your marriage, share it with your friends. We want to reach as many people as we can um, with what God has done in our story. And we'd love to hear from you. Uh, tell us about your story. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. You want to say bye? Bye. <laughs> <laughs>